Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 189. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Afro Dandy. Thank you. That's a, that was a big intro. Well, it's an exciting time for you. Um, I mean, I guess it's it's exciting. It's exhausting. It's it's a lot of things, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that. But uh, we'll for there. now, the ups and the downs. Yeah. But yeah, this is our sports podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. We are Tonyless. Uh, we might be Tonyless a little bit more often these days, but he's still running our Instagram, uh, Tony's dot take. So. Check that out if you use it. Uh, neither of us use that stuff anymore. Andy never used it. Uh, but no, yeah, this no. is our sports pod, so a lot of stuff kind of to get into. We're going to start things off with uh, Zion's got a new coach. Yeah, the uh, New Orleans Pelicans finally uh, made a decision, and uh, Van Gundy is leaving the announcer's booth for a head coaching job. And that is, of course, Stan Van Gundy, not Jeff. But Stan, there's a million. Of who them. I think thought a, did a really good job for TNT this uh, this year. But he's going back to coaching. He had, wasn't very successful with Detroit, but um, this is a much better team. You were nervous he was going to go take the Clippers. I was. They were interested in Jeff. Oh, so but e- either Van Gundy in my mind's kind of they're kind of a retread. I I told you I wanted to see like some young blood in there, but uh, maybe this is the right the right pick for them though. I don't know. Yeah, it could he's, be he's good definitely for, had success for Zion, maybe. Yeah, I mean, this will be basically their his first season, and it'll still be most likely shortened. Yeah, well, we do have uh, some news on that. That uh, and tell us more. It might not be as as short as oh, we thought originally. Yeah, so I think uh, like last time we were recording, I, I was saying, oh, maybe we'll start February, maybe even March. And just do a like a really short like forty game season because you know they want to push it back to try to get like full capacity stadiums. Um, but I think NBA decided that it might actually be better just to uh, start as soon as possible, try to get the, as long of a season as possible without delaying the season after that. Because if you just keep pushing it back, pushing it back, you're never going to get like back to normal. So yeah, I mean, let's face the facts. There, unless you go to Texas. Or Florida, you're not like California. They're going to turn all of those into low income housing because there's no need for stadiums anymore. Well, by the time Bombers one will be open, we'll be ready. 2024. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, right now there's uh, a a strong rumor of a, a December 22nd start to the season, which would allow it to start right before Christmas Day, get all those big Christmas Day games. Um, but also they'd be able to play 72 games, which is uh, the equivalent to this season when you included the uh, the eight bubble games. So it's not a full 82 game season, but 72 is is a lot and it satisfies their TV uh, contract requirements. Yeah, no one's going to miss that TV games if it starts, you know, I mean, obviously I wouldn't mind it starting a little earlier, but LeBron James is probably telling him I need a couple of more hours to, you know, train my kid so that I can play against him in two years. Yeah, well, uh, Jared Dudley of the Lakers has already said that like if this if this happens, expect a lot of these people to not play full seasons. So everyone will get that Kawhi deal of just like not coming back for back to backs because there just there wasn't enough of a break. What do you especially for LeBron for Jared Dudley? 
Yeah. Most Jared Dudley teams, is just looking out. Uh, what's the little guy with no hair? I don't even remember his name anymore because he's he's been not playing for so long. What? Talking about <laughs> they Trey. They all have no Oh, okay. Well, he has hair. He has thinning hair, but yeah, what I was saying. So does Caruso. Yeah, I'm. I'm talking about Trey Young. Who, who I mean, he hasn't played since like January. I think yeah. he's ready to play. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I think that's that's probably fine. The Lakers will still be fine. And if they're not, who cares? They already won. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah, they got the ring. I mean, I guess. We shouldn't cater to the Lakers' needs at this point. No, I'd love to see the. Not, I mean, I'd love to see the Atlanta Hawks win a title. That'd be great. Special treatment. Yeah. I want to watch more games. Well, you might starting December twenty second, which is less than two months. Less, yeah, around sixty days. That's kind of crazy, but I mean, they they got to get started on everything if that's the case. Because we haven't even had free agency. We haven't had. Isn't that uh, in like a week? Uh, The draft is until next middle of next month. So usually the free agency is right after that. I mean, we're already in the last week of October, Andy. Yeah. But uh, I think last time, you know, they had that shortened season because of the lockout. They were able to get the like off season in pretty quick. Yeah, that's not important to us. I don't care about them then. I mean, it's where championships are won. Well, then if we have no uh, off season, Lakers should win again. Yeah, that's good logic. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, that's exciting. Uh, so we'll we'll keep you guys updated on that as things develop. Shall we talk a little bit of Week 7 NFL? Yeah, it's, it's a big week, like they all are, because there's only 17 of them. But uh, we're into Week 7, and uh, I'm going to start off here. The first game I want to talk about is the, the Browns. So they uh, started off slow, but they were able to uh, come back at the end and beat the Bengals. And they're, the Browns are now 5-2. and two. Baker Mayfield threw five touchdowns. But the bad news is that Odell Beckham is out for the season. And maybe that's good news because he just has never been the same playing with the Browns. And, you know, they as soon as they were he went out in that game, that's when uh, their quarterback just caught fire. So... It might be one of those cases where the star player goes out and you just you're kind of relieved you don't have that pressure anymore, and so then you just start throwing to whoever no namer no namers and you just get it done. So, I mean, this is this is the best Browns record in my lifetime. It seems like five and two, pretty impressive, pretty amazing. But uh, at five and two, they're still in third place, and that is because. Pittsburgh Steelers stayed undefeated. They're 6-0, the only uh, undefeated team left out there. Uh, that's because they beat the only other undefeated team. Or Well, there's one more that also lost this week. But they beat the Titans in a close game. that They they started out really well and then let the Titans come all the way back. But they still pulled it out at the end, which is a good sign if you if you want to be successful. like the, the best teams win games that they shouldn't win. And they win ugly. And that's kind of what the Steelers did here. Uh, they, they they showed some, you know, good offense and then just had to uh, withstand with the Titans throughout them at the uh, second half there. So, uh, you know, Tony's probably pretty excited about that. Steelers look uh, legitimate. Yeah, uh, he might be there right now watching. Just highlights. Yeah, there's and there's a lot to... Going through film. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, there's some 
film you probably don't want to ever watch, and that is the performance of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, I was kind of positive about their chances after their quarterback got hurt. I thought Andy Dalton had a, had a good chance to, um, you know, be at least okay. And that team had a chance in that really awful division. But the Cowboys were just awful this last week. They lost 25-3 to to the Washington football team, who is not good at all, had one win coming into this game. And uh, even worse, Andy Dalton got hurt. <clears throat> and the Cowboys went to their third-string quarterback, which, uh, do you know who that is? Uh, no. So, so I didn't either, and I had to uh, look. Oh, who did they put in here? The guy's name is Ben Danucci. Danucci. And that is a real name. Pretty good. So that's who they had to turn to. Um, I watch college football, and I had no idea who this was. I think he came from James Madison University, which is like, it's not just for like lawyers or something, it sounds like. They don't have got a football team. He got his law team, degree, but- too. <laughs> Yeah, I guess they have they have a, a full football team. He la- had to leave a hearing early to uh, make the game time. Yeah, but congratulations, Ben Danucci. You are new, the new quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Uh, the Packers, after a really poor, poor performance last week, uh, looked good again. And I think uh, last week was just a little bit of a fluke. Uh, that happens in the NFL. You can't take uh, too much from one game. Uh, but the team they did lose to last week was dominant again. Tom Brady is still getting it done. Another four touchdown passes. He's second in the NFL in touchdown passes. Um, I'm I'm surprised. I thought I didn't think this was going to happen. He was not good last year, and I think people didn't really pay attention too much because the Patriots still had a good record, but it wasn't because of his performance. And now he he's here in Florida. He uh, found the fountain of youth, which is what always happens. People leaving the Northeast, looking, going to Florida, looking for that. Um, and it's actually worked this time. Yeah, it's that salt I don't think water it usually there. works. Yeah, it's there's, there's a lot of weirdness that goes down in Florida, but it's not all bad. You know, we like to we like to highlight the bad, but sometimes Florida has some magic there. Del Boca Vista phase two. Yeah. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, defending champions, they won a game without doing very much of anything on offense, and they still put up almost 40 points. Uh, they scored on defense and special teams, and they seem like they're just in, like, coast mode. Like, they don't need to do anything until the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to have a good record, but they don't need to impress anyone anymore. They're just they're ready. Just start the playoffs already. Um, but one of their, their big competitors these past couple of years, I don't think he's going to make the playoffs. Uh, that is Tom Brady's old team, the Patriots. He left and it looked okay, I think, the first few weeks, but they were really, 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 really bad this last week. Cam Newton was not good, but he it's his second game back from the coronavirus, and maybe that has an effect. I don't know. I mean you had it. You didn't could you have played quarterback two two weeks later? I could have played quarterback during it. I I never stopped working yeah. out when I had it. So no excuses for Cam Newton? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll tell him that. Professional athlete. Yeah, he needs to do better. Um, also, I don't think the coronavirus affects your accuracy, right? That seemed to be his big problem. Yeah, maybe vertigo. Yeah, I mean, there's so many crazy symptoms. We don't know. Maybe we should forgive him. I'm going to write another letter to Cam Newton and tell him I'm sorry. 
No, I'm saying maybe he had vertigo also. Oh, in addition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything's possible. It's 2020, right? Of course, that's the year of uh, anything could happen. Yeah. It's it's also the first year for the Chargers' new quarterback, Justin Herbert, who's only uh, just a kid, I think 22, 23 maybe, and uh, he's threw it another great game. Um, three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, like 70 yards on the ground, 350 yards in the air. Just He gets it done every week. The team doesn't, but he, he at least uh, performs, and uh, he got his first win. Coming into this game, he was 0-4 despite – you know, really impressing, but you know, it helps to play the Jacksonville Jaguars who are awful, but somehow the chargers still find, found a way to make it uh, way closer than it should have been. But <clears throat> it was not Justin Herbert's fault. Like kid's great. And it's very exciting as a fan. Woo. And he's thrown to nobody's too. That, that's always fun to see when it's like someone catches it. Like, wait, who's that guy? Oh, the third string tight end. Like this week, the third string tight end caught a pass and like destroyed his ankle and they showed the replay and it's like, Oh, that guy's, that guy's done. But still what a highlight. Yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's football for you. You're going to see so many ankles just get destroyed. It's, it's not, our ankles aren't built for football. I feel like we need to evolve. Your ankles, like, especially. Yeah. That was a basketball injury though. Shouldn't we have like bigger feet, stronger ankles, maybe? Maybe in good time, I guess. Like big wide feet. That would uh, help like these injuries, right? 50, 100 years. That'd be a thing of the past. Yeah, and I don't think we're going to be playing football for that much longer. We so. won't have noses. And uh, um, No, noses are important for like well, things drinking wine. You, that you can get sick through. Your oh. eyes are going to have... More eyelashes or something. Well, we're all we're all going to be avatars, probably, yeah, there you right? Go. Then we're all just being pods. Not going to have a nose or and a whole bunch of eyelashes. Yeah, we'll be in pods somewhere secure in a warehouse, but then our avatars will be out there. <clears throat> It'll still be directed by Jim's Cameron. Yeah, and we'll have the Avatar Football League, and the players can fly. It's like how I said his name, James and Jim. Did you say that? I said Jim's Cameron. He got it. He understood. Yeah. He responds to all three. Yeah. I mean, I think he's about through three and a half of those movies. Yeah. I saw the thing. Uh, one of the ladies was filming underwater. So yeah. she could have been doing CrossFit, but pretty sure it was for the movie. Yeah. Well, but all right. The last game that played this week, which I didn't see much of it because, you know, there was a World Series going on. Which we'll get uh, to. But uh, the Seahawks, who were undefeated heading into the game, they did lose their first game in kind of a, a crazy way. They uh, were winning most of the way. Arizona hit a field goal just to uh, just at the end of the game there. And then kind of a crazy overtime period where both teams made dumb mistakes. And in the end, uh, the Cardinals got a field goal and stole the, the game at the end there. And uh, they're now 5-2. and two. They're they're looking like they're going to make the playoffs, and that's they were the worst team by a wide margin just two years ago. So quick turnaround for that franchise. Pretty good. Yeah, and then right now we've got Rams and Bears are playing at this moment. 
and it's uh, two two good teams. I think both will make the playoffs. Um, so at this point, I'm not going to know what the result is, but I'm not going to make any prediction. I don't think whoever wins this game is probably definitely going to make the playoffs, but whoever loses will still probably make the playoffs. So uh, not a huge, you know, not a lot of consequences, I think, for this game. Yeah, so but just have fun a good with game it. Game to watch. Well, if you're listening to this Tuesday morning, you had to have made that decision already. Yep. Yeah, clearly I've made that decision not to watch it because we're doing this. But well, that's because we've got some more important things uh, later this week to get to. Yeah, I'm talking of course about the World Series. Yeah, this is uh this is this has been a been a thing. Um, last time we recorded was. <clears throat> Game one, I believe. Just trying to watch the game while also doing this. Um, had some issues, freezing, that kind of stuff. So I said, let's let's just not do it. Let's not uh, let's not record while the game is going because I'm going to want to watch it. It's very important to me. And you know, also I just want to talk about it because it, it'll be weird to talk about it in the moment, like I'm trying what we're trying to do with that Rams game. But so I wanted to give this in. We're recording on Monday for that reason. So, uh, you know, I can preview the final two games here. And um, I'm not picking a winner because I don't care. Like, I care who wins, but I don't care to try to be right because it's just too personal. It just it's it's in poor taste to try to pick a winner. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I I think I'm biased, but um, I'm just going to talk about what's happened so far. The Dodgers looked really good in game one. Kershaw was really good for the uh, you know the second time in his career. He had a good World Series game. He hasn't had too many of those in his uh, his fifth start. So he got the second good start out of five, and that was a good way to start off the the series. There, offense uh, got on base. Uh, the second game didn't go as well, and the bullpen game didn't didn't work out, and they lost. Uh, but game three, they came back, looked great again, and. So it's been just this back and forth series, but game four is really, uh, that's, that's the story here. That was, a a back and forth game. Dodgers got off early lead. Tampa came all the way back to take the lead. The Dodgers tied it and then took the lead again. And that's what left us in this crazy, crazy ninth inning. Did you uh, hear about this? Yes, I did. I, I got updates on my phone. I didn't yeah, get to this... watch that game though. So many crazy storylines here. Um, first off that the, the pitcher, the relief pitcher who gave up most of the runs in this game was a guy who's haunted the Dodgers forever that he's been on the team. Uh, I think eight or nine years now, a lot of big playoff moments, a lot of playoff moments where he's failed. Um, no fan wanted to see him out there yet. He came out there, gave up a big three run home run to lose the lead. The Dodgers tied it. And then he came back out again, the next inning and gave up another home run. It was like impossible for that to happen. Um, every fan was like, get this guy out of here. We never want to see him again. But uh, they still came back to take the lead again. And in the ninth inning, we had to see another guy who's been out, been with the Dodgers for 10 years and had, uh, he's already blown three saves in the world series in his career. And Whoa. no one had any confidence in him. And he did not get the job done. He didn't talk. He gave up like a home run. He didn't get hit hard, but he didn't put people away. He uh, let people on base, and uh, the Rays got a, a kind of a fluky hit at the end there. 
and then I'm like all help broke loose and two errors leading to an extra runner scoring. And then that's just, that's the end of the game. It was the ninth inning and it was Tampa was the home team. So once they took the lead, it was just game over. And it was just, uh, I think the win expectancy was the Dodgers were 82% at that. Like before that pitch, there was an 82% chance they would win. And so it went from 82% to zero, just like that. And it was horrifying. I mean, you hate to see that happen. I've been watching a lot of scary movies for October. This was uh, the worst of them all. I mean, the whole inning was a scary movie because there's just so much tension. Uh, It's one of the the good and bad things about baseball is how it's like there's so long between each pitch that you're just like thinking about it and it just lets you get more and more nervous. And then you have these at-bats that last like nine pitches and the guy keeps fouling it off and you're like, oh my God, just let this be over with. Let this be over with. And that's kind of how I feel about the entire season because it is so stressful to have to go through the the Clippers failed run in the playoffs followed by this. It just, I've seen, I've seen too much. There's been too much pain and like, I was ready to just give it all up. Like I I want it to be over. I still want it to be over. I'm very much looking forward to the fact that it's all going to be over Wednesday at least Wednesday, uh, win or lose, which obviously I want them to win, but uh, at least I'll have that release of it'll be over. Yeah. And I can go on with my life because it, even, even when, you know, the game's at five o'clock, you're just still thinking about it all day and you're like, it's there, it's there. And like, what am I going to do? It's like you're in purgatory. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's closer to hell. You know, this yeah. whole season, not 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 with the Dodgers specifically, but just the sports season in general. It's it, it's way worse when you're when you're good and can't get it done than when you're just like bad, because I, I've seen it all. Uh, it's so much harder, especially. Especially the multiple multiple seasons that's been with the Dodgers that they've been so good. And, and this year, I think it's it's really clear they're better than the Rays. That's no disrespect to them, but they're just they're actually on another level. I don't think anyone is really on their level, but in a seven game baseball series, that doesn't matter much. You get, you get a nice fluky hit, you win by one. And then, um, you know, you could win three other games out of seven. Um, but yeah, I didn't even say the Dodgers went on to win game five. Kershaw won another game. He's two and zero in the world series. And that's, um, it makes everything a little easier that even if the Dodgers were to lose, no one's going to, you know, start making fun of him again. Which is nice because you never want to see your star player just continue to take shit. And it just doesn't really happen too much in other sports where you see great players fail consistently. Because baseball, I mean, by its nature, even the best players fail most of the time. That's that's how that works. Um, and there's just so much you know variability where um, we've seen in the NBA playoffs like – you know, every every star player this year took shit for having like a bad fourth quarter, but it's very rare to see like a star player put up like six points in a game. You know, that never happens. LeBron had took a lot of shit early in his career for not winning, but like he would still like get 20 points every game that the difference between a good game is like 35 points to 20 points. Um, but in baseball, you could be like seven innings, zero runs or three innings, seven runs. It's like, it's such a huge, huge difference. 
Yeah. Now let me ask you this, Andy, and I'm sure I've asked this before, or at least phrased the question somewhat similar. Is this a bigger deal than the Clippers? Uh, or which would have been, which is a bigger deal to you had the Clippers gone all the way or them losing versus the Dodgers? What's uh, going to be a so harder hit? This, this is, this is, I would say the Dodgers are a distant three for me of, of my teams wanting to win. Um, most of it is because the Dodgers are the, more successful of any of my teams like historically it's been 31 years since they won but uh, that's better than infinity which (laughs) you know the chargers have never won the clippers have never won and the dodgers have been the most successful team of the decade just haven't won a championship but they also haven't cheated yeah i mean just just getting to the world series three times in four years is an accomplishment um a lot of people won't care um, but it is it's it's meaningful um and so it's kind of like if they win it's just kind of like the expected outcome it wouldn't be as uh satisfying the other problem i have is the just the the relationship between the dodgers and the lakers who the lakers are not my team but there's just so much crossover and most dodgers fans just assume that well they're probably lakers fans too so trying to like exist where all the fans are like, well, if we don't win this, at least the Lakers got it done. And it's like, no, I don't even have that. I don't have that. Yeah. Um, and then just there's just so I don't want to see there's that part of me who doesn't want to see all those Lakers fans who are assholes about this NBA season also get this joy from the Dodgers win. There's kind of like that little part of me is like, no, no, you don't deserve two of them. <laughs> And then so also just the a little piece of you kind of wants them to lose just so that they can't be as happy. Yeah. Also, just the link to uh, Kobe, which you know we're not you're not supposed to say bad things about Kobe, and I won't. This is not about that. Um, that Kobe went to some Dodgers games. I'm sure he wanted them to do be successful, but he was not like a Dodgers mega fan. But they try to turn him into that now, and like really put these links together of like, yeah, well, like Dodgers and Lakers. Yeah. And uh, I don't, you've probably seen there's, there was that Kobe like press conference from, I don't even know what series it was, but they asked him like, if you're happy, if he was happy about the game three win and it was a quote, like, no, I'm not happy. The job's not done. And it became like this rallying cry for the entire world. It seemed like, but it's like, I mean, the, this year's Lakers really took that to heart and they were saying it, they were repeating it. And now it's even gone to like the Dodgers that it's like, you know, that's, that's the Kobe attitude. You know, you can't ever be happy until you're finally one. Yeah. And you know, I just have a problem with that because it's kind of actually counterproductive that, um, yeah, maybe you shouldn't celebrate a game three win, but like for Kobe, he had the luxury of like being born on a good team. Like, when he was a rookie, he had Shaquille O'Neal on his team, and he played for the Lakers, who were the most successful franchise of all time. That if you're like Kemba Walker or something, did you play the first nine years of your life uh, for Charlotte, and then you go and win like two series with Boston, like he did this year? Like, I hope that guy celebrated. Like he he deserves it. Yeah, so it's, it's just a little like, different I, I, level of success. Yeah, I've, I just don't like that that Kobe attitude. It's like you you had a luxury in that you could say, um, I, I'm not going to celebrate anything less than a championship where, you know, other players, other organizations should celebrate, uh, you know, lesser successes. Um, 
but uh, maybe so they just celebrate kinda... it a little less. Yeah. So I, I guess the point is, uh, if the Dodgers end up losing this in seven, it's going to be horribly disappointing. I'll be angry. Um, the TV box died this Saturday night, so oh, it didn't survive. It did. It did die. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to take it out on there unless it's something insane. That's what that loss was so insane to have that you know set of events happen. Just, just awful. Like I had, I was hyperventilating. It was like a panic attack. I, it's just like it can't. How could that? How could that happen? How could it happen after all the horrible losses I've been through? That it's like as that uh, one golf game we used to play uh, on Xbox goes. That's like kissing your mother-in-law. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was really hard to take, um, and especially because it seemed like the the narrative was was all working out where they were going to win that game four and set up Kershaw to win game five, win the World Series game five, have it all be over with. And he would, you know, legitimize his entire career, and uh, that was kind of stolen from them. That the series should be over. That if that play didn't happen, the series would be over at this point. But now they just got to get it done, either tomorrow or the next day. But uh, it should be it should be good baseball, and I I expect them to you know give give it everything because it's it's so close, it's so close this time, and and they're just better. They shouldn't. They shouldn't feel scared at all. They are just it's 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 theirs to lose. Yeah, go for it. I've even been watching uh, some of these games, Andy. I'll I'll tell you that pretty good. Yeah, no, the, it's it's good baseball aside from the fact that it's four and a half hours every time. Yeah, that's why I say some. I I can't tune in at five and then turn it off at ten. That's that. I'm not watching you know, Casino or The Untouchables or something. Yeah, I don't know how you figure that out because what do you do? Make it a seven inning game? I don't know, uh, but that is yeah, something. Why does that have to be out. nine? Uh, it's tradition. Lincoln played nine innings when he was a, just a boy. Well, they didn't so. have TV back then. They didn't, you know. They yeah. had to walk there, and they're like, "Well, goddamn it, I'm not going home yet." Yeah, minimum five hour game. Sure, let's stretch this one out. Yeah, I mean that's that's a conversation for another day on how to make baseball better. And they've been trying to do that for years. And yeah, we have to have know. a friend of the podcast, uh, Biff, on for that one because he's always had some suggestions. <laughs> he's shared on yeah. the pod uh, many moons ago. But anything he would else ask for to a three, add for this a one? three inning game? I think is what he'd want. A three inning. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Anything else you want to add to this uh, short but sweet sports pod? No, just uh, in, in, enjoy the last uh, days of the 2020 baseball season, and uh, hopefully we'll have a clean start next April. Here, here. All right, well, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 189 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road, Let's Go Dodgers, Andy. Thank you. I'll see you later. <laughs>